0: Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn.
1: Hymn number 267. Our God is all in all. His children cannot fear. See baseless evil fall and know that God is here. Hymn number 267.
0: If you would like to follow along with the readings, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see the place to click for the Wednesday evening text. That's where you'll find the readings for tonight. The theme for tonight is The Divine Demonstrable Principle and the readings will now be given by Elizabeth from Georgia.
2: The Bible Revelation I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Isaiah I am God, and there is none else, I am God, and there is none like me. My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. Matthew And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man, kneeling down to him, and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he falleth into the fire, and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart, and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, For verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, Ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Mark. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God, or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And the same day, when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly, and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? John, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Ephesians And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality, and power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Jeremiah Ah, Lord God, behold, Thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. I will read correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. Question. Is there more than one God or principle? Answer, there is not. Principle and its idea is one, and this one is God, omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent being, and his reflection is man and the universe. The universe and man are the spiritual phenomena of this one infinite mind. Spiritual phenomena never converge toward aught but infinite deity. Their gradations are spiritual and divine. They cannot collapse or lapse into their opposites for God is their divine principle. They live because He lives and they are eternally perfect because He is perfect and governs them in the truth of divine science whereof God is the Alpha and Omega, the Center and Circumference. You cannot demonstrate Christian science except on its fixed principle and given rule according to the Master's teaching and proof. He was ultra. He was a reformer. He laid the axe at the root of all error, amalgamation, and compounds. He used no material medicine, nor recommended it, and taught his disciples and followers to do likewise. Therefore, he demonstrated his power over matter, sin, disease, and death, as no other person has ever demonstrated it. In mathematics, 4 times 3 is 12, and 3 times 4 is 12. To depart from the rule of mathematics destroys the proof of mathematics, just as a departure from the principle and rule of divine science destroys the ability to demonstrate love according to Christ, healing the sick, and you lose its susceptibility of scientific proof. Who would stand before a blackboard and pray the principle of mathematics to solve the problem? The rule is already established, and it is our task to work out the solution. Shall we ask the divine principle of all goodness to do His own work? His work is done, and we have only to avail ourselves of God's rule in order to receive His blessing, which enables us to work out our own salvation. Miracles are no infraction of God's laws. On the contrary, they fulfill His laws, for they are the signs following Christianity, whereby matter is proven powerless and subordinate to mind. Christians, like students in mathematics, should be working up to those higher rules of life, which Jesus taught and proved. Do we really understand the divine principle of Christianity before we prove it in at least some feeble demonstration thereof, according to Jesus' example in healing the sick? Should we adopt the simple addition in Christian science and doubt its higher rules or despair of ultimately reaching them, even though failing at first to demonstrate all the possibilities of Christianity? What think you of a scientist in mathematics who finds fault with the exactness of the rule because unwilling to work hard enough to practice it? The perfection of the rule of Christian science is what constitute its utility. Having a true standard, if some fall short, others will approach it, and these are they only who adhere to that standard. Metaphysical healing, or Christian science, is a demand of the times. Every man and every woman would desire and demand it if he and she knew its infinite value and firm basis. The unerring and fixed principle of all healing is God, and this principle should be sought from the love of good, from the most spiritual and unselfish motives. We all must learn that life is God. Ask yourself, am I living the life that approaches the supreme good? Am I demonstrating the healing power of truth and love? If so, then the way will grow brighter unto the perfect day. Your fruits will prove what the understanding of God brings to man. Hold perpetually this thought, that it is the spiritual idea, the Holy Ghost and Christ, which enables you to demonstrate with scientific certainty the rule of healing, based upon its divine principle love, underlying, overlying, and encompassing all true being. Christian science is dawning upon a material age. The great spiritual facts of being, like rays of light, shine in the darkness, though the darkness, comprehending them not, may deny their reality. The proof that the system stated in this book is Christianly scientific resides in the good this system accomplishes, for it cures on a divine, demonstrable principle, which all may understand.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer, and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. Bruce, will you please announce the second hymn?
5: Hymn number 102. Hear our prayer, O gracious Father, author of celestial good, that thy laws, so pure and holy, may be better understood. Hymn number 102.
0: And welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. At all of our meetings and services, we read from the Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy. People from all over the world have found our church and we are very thankful for each and every one of you who have found us. We maintain an inspiring and enlightening website, plainfieldcs.com, that is constantly being updated with fresh and timely items to read, study, and listen to. In fact, we have a number of websites in several different languages, Everyone is welcome and encouraged to look through our websites. They are all free of charge. Since we just had a Bible study last Saturday morning, our next Bible study will be the Saturday after next. That's February 20th, 2021. The Bible study questions will be posted on the church website so be sure to keep an eye out for them and join us this Saturday after next, February 20th, at 10 a.m. for a lively discussion. On Sundays, we begin here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion, and then our church service begins at 11. Our Sunday school meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. also, The Sunday school is open to children from anywhere. It has its own teleconference number, so if you have a child who does not live in the area and would like to attend, they can attend by telephone. Please call the church to get the phone number, and we'll be very happy to welcome your child. And we also have a nursery for toddlers and infants at all our services. So, be sure to bring the little ones along too. We've been busy publishing and mailing. The March issue of our full text lesson booklets were printed and mailed to, to those who subscribe, and you'll be receiving them, your copy shortly if you haven't gotten it already. I will now read from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy the section entitled, Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your phone. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you, as well as any other sounds your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through Christian Science. Karen, California. Karen from California. Go ahead, please.
6: Good evening, and thank you for those wonderful readings. I would like to express my gratitude for all that I am learning here at Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent about how to practice Christian science as Mrs. Eddy taught. As a result of my practitioner, the roundtable discussions, Bible studies, services, and our awesome website, one of the important lessons I am learning is how not to be so impressed with any error that tries to assert itself. Christian science teaches that any seeming circumstance that tries to get our attention or focus off of the truth we are knowing is really some reversal about an absolute scientific fact about God. Any lie is always preceded by an absolute truth and never is a real condition that needs to be healed or destroyed. As we learn how to hold to the truth despite the arguments of error, we realize that in the allness of God, there is nothing but God. In our lesson this week, a partial quote from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures says, quote, Never deny the everlasting harmony of soul simply because to the mortal senses there is seeming discord, unquote. I recently started listening to the roundtable discussions in the archives and had no idea they went back five years. They have been very helpful in showing me how to walk with God. In other words, practice the daily living of the laws of God. I have sent articles, testimonies, our textbook, and other items to those who have shown an interest. I am most grateful for this outreach to the world and to all the benefits that I am receiving, But but to all those who are looking for comfort and reassurance that, quote, God is on the field, although he seems invisible, as quoted from one of our hymns. I am grateful to Christ Jesus, our way shower, to Mary Baker Eddy for all that she sacrificed to share her discovery of this Christ truth to the world. I am grateful for Christian science, for its pure teaching of the truth about god and man's oneness with him and the dominion god has given man over all his works i am grateful to be a member of this church and to be here tonight thank you
0: thank you carol from california go ahead please
1: dan porter at the door of thought when my son was young I called Christian science practitioners for him and for myself. I read Mark's lessons and I went to church. But when the practitioners told me to watch every thought, my thought was, no way can I do that. Now that I've um, become a member of Plainfield, I'm learning that we watch thought to transform it. It's still a a great challenge for me, but suddenly it's in the realm of possibility. The past few weeks, I have called on Wednesday to give a testimony but never been called on. Immediately, I thought, uh uh-oh, they're not calling on me. I must have said something wrong, and now I'm on a don't call on her list or something like that. So. After the second time, my practitioner asked if I'd press the star, star. Oh no, not only had I not, I realized two things from this experience. One, that I wasn't listening very well because you actually tell us to press star, star. And two, that my my quarter must've been on a break because immediately, I had very, I had bad thoughts like, oh, what did I do? I did something wrong. Oh, they don't want to hear me. Thoughts that block the love of God from me. So um so thank you, Plainfield. That, you know, that means everybody, all the work, all the people that call, everything. Thank
0: you for everything. Thank you, thank you. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Joanne, Florida. Joanne from Florida. Go ahead, please.
7: Thank you. This week's lesson sermon on soul brought back precious memories to me. It was the very first Christian science lesson I ever read. In fact, it was my very first exposure to Christian science. At that time, a coworker and friend who was a Christian scientist gave me his lesson books to read. The subject was soul, and the only passage I remember was one that is also in this week's lesson, which reads, Man is the expression of soul. The Indians caught some glimpses of the underlying reality when they called a certain beautiful lake the smile of the great spirit. It was a very dark and troubled time in my life, and this statement from the textbook reached me and calmed me and made me feel as if God was smiling on me and stilling the troubled waters of my thoughts. I didn't understand it at the time, but I felt such peace and a desire to know more about this loving spirit that was smiling on me. It was as if God was reaching out a loving hand to me, like hymn number 29, which says, Breaking through the clouds of darkness comes the Christian science gospel. Sin it kills, and grief it heals. That was the beginning of my life in Christian science. As I studied the textbook Science and Health by Mary Baker Eddy and worked with practitioner here, it changed my life, bringing health, stability, security, security, and more love into my life. It gave me a clearer, pure sense of love as God. This same promise God gives to all in Christian science. I can never be grateful enough to God and Mrs. Eddy for discovering Christian science. I'm very grateful for this church and to be at this service tonight. And thank you for those wonderful readings.
0: Thank you. Ron from North Carolina. Ron from North Carolina. Go ahead, please.
8: Good evening. I'm very grateful for a testimony that was expressed last week that had to do with a misplaced wallet. As I listened, I found myself smiling since at that very moment I was dealing with a misplaced credit card. It had been a couple of days, and I, too, sensed where I had used it last and had the distinct image of putting it in a pocket. And my small M mind, affectionately called the monkey mind in meditative circles, had worked overtime sending me to every pocket I might possibly have had access to during that time. The testifier shared how he worked metaphysically, knowing the allness of God, how nothing could be lost in the kingdom. And I felt my shoulders drop as I relaxed into his truthful words, letting go and letting God. When the meeting ended, I went straight to the closet and pulled the card from a jacket pocket that I had forgotten about wearing that day. Now this may only be a credit card, a human inconvenience when lost, but as the testifier reminded me of God's allness, the truth that there can be no loss or discord of any sort in the kingdom, and the importance of letting go and letting God. This metaphysical understanding and affirmation might reveal the whereabouts of a lost item this time and heal a condition that Materia Medica deems incurable the next. I'm so grateful to the testifier for his testimony, blessings which continue to ripple out far and wide. I'm also grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for translating the absolute, into a very practical Christianity. And I'm grateful to the Plainfield Church for the myriad ways they bring truth's light to the world. Love you all. Thanks.
0: Thank you. Dave, Florida. Dave from Florida. Go ahead, please.
8: Yeah, hi. Um, last week, I started feeling a constant, dull pain in my right arm, shoulder, and neck. I had heard this type of thing could be the start of something much more serious. So I asked a practitioner here for help. She said she would help and said, no dull pains allowed, no dullness allowed. Man is awake and active in truth. So I made sure I was. I would say that within a half an hour, the pain was gone and it has not returned. I'm grateful for this quick healing. I'm grateful for Christian science, for the work of the practitioner, and to know that God and God alone governs everything in our lives. And thank you for those readings.
0: Thank you. Sandy from Nebraska. Sandy from Nebraska. Go ahead,
9: please. I want to say, Sandra Mars, um, with the most humility and... Um, I ask if I um, don't say something correctly, please forgive me. But I really want to say tonight, I'm very grateful for independent Christian scientists. I'm very grateful for independent, sure, and I'm very grateful for these two practitioners Um uh, something did you guys do the you know I don't like to get into controversies and just look at the good things. I'm grateful that you guys put a fight to the mother church. I'm grateful that you win that because you guys are helping people right the way the Medi intended. This is something that' oh, is to me. If I listen to the round tables, this is a brilliant I've been to the Cedar Cams. I've been to a, with a lot of Christian scientists around around the United States and outside the United States. Because I'm really a I'm a seeker, or true. And I always question myself why we cannot talk openly. Why that we can ask questions? Why the practitioners don't ask people what I wanna know the way you are praying. Practitioners are essential and especially the teachings or Neil young. A lot of people don't know about new young but you guys do. The early workers is Miss Maribet talk and Miss Florence. It happened, I don't want to get into the privacy of my friend. There's a Christian scientist, they went to class instruction, and they've been struggling for years. So I said, well, you should call one of the practitioners in the And he seems to call one of the practitioners, I think, it's Miss Florence. And he called me today because he wasn't going to be able to listen to the testimony because he had to work. And you say, Sandy, you know, after being so active in the, in the teaching of meditation, involved with a lot of practitioners, nobody ever asked me that we are praying. And this lady, the practitioner in Florence, sent me an email and said, Tell me how you're praying. And that was the key. I'm so grateful for your humility and your honesty and the way that you in the round tables and um, I'm grateful for the, the testimony last week with the wallet that was one of the best testimony and then the previous testifier saying how it helped them and it's all because these practitioners or independents, the humility really opened a new view or how it is intended I just you guys are blessing so many people. I just so um I've been trying to become a member, me and my fiance, but every time we do trying to do the application online, we cannot go farther. But because I'll join your church, sure, solo my fiance. I love you. I don't know you, but I love you for you got moral you got moral integrity and moral character in pushing the teaching of believe Mary Baker and the teachers Of Jesus, Jesus the Christ, and and, and it's all love. and, And everybody, every time that you guys testify every Wednesday, it's so much love. I just feel the love and the harmony. Thank you again. Thank you for the help. It was wonderful. And the reading. Have a good evening. Thank you.
10: Luba,
0: Ohio. Luba from Ohio. Go ahead, please. Good
10: evening. This past Monday, about one o'clock in the morning, my furnace stopped working and the temperature outside was in a single digit. I was alone at the time and knew I had to make some immediate decisions. I left a message with my practitioner and tried to calm myself, knowing that God never leaves us, and I kept repeating the 23rd Psalm, which is one of my favorites. I was unsuccessful with further calls, but finally reached someone close to me who went online to make to make uh, to try to reach the gas company. They arrived soon, and I was told that the motor in the furnace was shot and would possibly have to be replaced. A reputable twenty four hour heating company was called, and within an hour someone arrived, and with another hour, the furnace was running properly. The person who did the work said that because of the extreme temperatures, he had been at 15 other jobs that day and would go on to work the next day with only a couple hours of break in between. I went to bed that that evening with immense gratitude in my heart. I talked to my practitioner the next day who said she she was aware of my call when it came and was working knowing of God's allness. I'm so very grateful knowing that our Father, Mother, God is always with us, and I'm so very, very grateful to my ever-present loving practitioner for her steadfastness of holding to the truth. I am so very happy to be here, and thank you for tonight's reading.
0: Thank you. Jeremy, go ahead, please.
4: I am very grateful for all I am learning in this church about how to live Christian science. I am also grateful for how learning to live this science has had such a positive effect in all areas of my life. When I first arrived, I thought that Christian science would perhaps help me to be a better person in a moral sense, but to my great surprise, while Christian science has done that, it has also helped in so many other ways. I found my purpose and place at this church and I am learning how to be useful to God and mankind. I am learning to pray correctly and to seek God's will in all things. I am learning how to see myself and my family and everyone in the right light. This has been wonderful, but I am also learning to have this clarity of thought which has enabled me to take on work that I never would have been able to do before. And i'm learning to watch and with that has come the ability to handle fear which used to really plague me all of this is because of my time here with this church and regular practitioner support i am so thankful to know that all who come here will receive the same blessings i have it is wonderful to be a member here thank you you. and now i have a testimony from patricia in ontario
11: Friend kept extra-strength Tylenol sedative in my bathroom cabinet because he had migraine headaches. One day, the friend took a pill from the bottle, left it uncapped, and our boxer dog, Jabo, ate the pills. My son called me at work to say, Mom, come home quickly. Jabo ate all the pills in the Tylenol bottle. He's staggering around like a drunkard, banging into walls. And falling down. I'm worried he's going to die. I have to go out. Come home. At work, I was having a huge problem with our largest client, but I thought Mary Baker Eddy said, What blesses one blesses all. My boss let me leave work, and when I arrived home, the dog was unconscious, and I started praying. I told my son, It wouldn't make any difference at all whether Jabo had swallowed one pill or 300 pills. Or it wouldn't have mattered if Jabo had instead eaten your leather computer chair or those pills. They are all just inanimate matter. Power belongs to God. For, as Jesus said, thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And all men meant to me, case closed. Usually, when I pray, I would have gone into the next room and prayed, but I remembered that Jesus called loudly to his friend Lazarus, who had died and was in the tomb, Come forth. I felt that also calling the dog might help, so Jabo could find his way back. So I periodically called to him, "Jabel, come on, let's go play. I'll take you to the park. I also opened his eyes several times, although this is not what I usually would do, and said, Wake up, Jabo. But all I could see was the whites of his eyes, and none of his beautiful brown irises were visible at all. My son phoned in, asking, Is there any progress? I replied, Well, my thinking is getting better as I keep praying. My son retorted, I didn't ask about you, I asked about Jabo. He's my dog, and I say we take him to the veterinarian. So I said, Sure, I'll pray for him specifically right up until the minute that the veterinarian starts his treatment. And then I'll just watch my own thinking. So I took Jabo, still unconscious, to the veterinarian. While waiting in a very long lineup, Jabel suddenly bolted out of my arms. He landed on and skidded across a large, shiny metal scale, used to weigh large, very large animals, causing him to rapidly gain speed. Then, (laughs) no longer seemed like a near-death scene, everything got quite animated. Jabo slid right in front of a lady holding a cat. Startled, the cat jumped down and dashed in and out of the people, with Jabo running after it, wanting to be friends. And I was chasing my dog, darting in and out too, saying, sorry, excuse me, uh, Jabo, come back. I finally caught my now very lively dog, and we went home. My son thought that his pet was maybe a little bit weaker because of the incident, but Jabo seemed fine to me. I'm tremendously grateful to God for leading me into the Christian Science Church and more recently to the Plainfield Church, where I feel like I'm being taught and my understanding is increasing deeper than before. Perhaps I'm more ready for the teaching now. Thank you. Shardy.
12: Thank you for those readings. Hello and good evening. My gratitude this evening is for the immediate work of my practitioner along with her teachings and encouragement. When I fell the other day on undetected ice, I went down like a rock. I was shocked to realize that I was flat on my back. I started to pray with lines from the lesson sermon about realizing just for a moment that I am spiritual. The other thing that came to me was part of a prayer that I learned from a Sunday school student that I am the loved of God. I got right up and texted my practitioner, still praying. I got into the car and drove to church for the Bible study. My wrist hurt but soon stopped. The next day I was a little stiff but did everything normally. This healing is very special because of truth winning over fright and feeling stupid. The reply to contacting my practitioner was a text saying, quote, you fell into the arms of divine love. No hurt there, exclamation point, end quote. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Bruce, go ahead, please.
5: You know, on our website, we have this article, called Gratitude by Herbert Eustis and he describes how somebody went into a church to look at an old prayer book that was there and he opened it up to see what prayers they've been using and uh, found that the ones that uh, asked for relief from illness and for safety and the other things that they'd like to have were the ones that were used frequently and the other prayers that were just expressions of gratitude to God for His goodness were used very seldom and the point being made that those prayers really should be prayed more frequently. And it made me very thankful for the Plainfield Church because the whole idea of being grateful for things was not something that was very prevalent in my childhood growing up at home. So I had to have it pointed out to me very directly here at the Plainfield Church. But it proved to be a tremendous blessing and I can count many times when it uh, blessed me immensely, when I just simply stopped and remembered that God has blessed me and to thank Him for it. Instead of falling into the old trap of the human mind, which basically has a lot of good things, but just accepts it as a matter of uh, entitlement and then gets discouraged when they doesn't get the next thing that they really want to have. So this gratitude is a very healthy thing, and I'm grateful for the church to learn it. But um, it reminded me of a time a number of years ago when I was outside with some children, and we were doing a project together, and one of the kids started complaining. Didn't like what he was doing, didn't want to be there, that sort of thing. So it just came to me immediately to verbally and out loud so that everyone could hear to thank God that this child was with us. Thank God this child was such a good friend for everyone else. Thank God that this child uh, was such a blessing to be with. And all the other children, they started giggling and laughing when they started hearing this. But also, the other child that had started to complain started to put a smile on his face, and he started giggling and laughing as well. So guess what? Complaining stopped, and everybody was happy. So I'm thanking God for the beautiful blessing, for gratitude, and it's an amazing blessing for everyone. So just thanking God for all the good that we have here.
13: Thank
0: you. Linda.
13: Thank you very much for the readings and the music tonight. I want to express my gratitude for the healing and instruction from my Plainfield field practitioner. When I first began to work with her, I was always overextending myself to the point I was overwhelmed by demands. I was not properly taking care of myself, physically, spiritually anyway. Uh, This pushing often caused exhaustion and stress. I would try to correct this by giving myself treats or relaxing activities, but it never cured the situation or changed what was behind the problem. God was definitely not in the equation. I could see no way around the things I felt I had to do. I had allowed myself to be pressured and driven by external circumstances. I did not see a need to change at that point until one day I had a physical challenge that prevented me from doing anything but very, very basic tasks. I had been so high energy and active, this really was difficult but it turned out to be a huge blessing because I was forced to turn to God for help. During this time, I always had the strength to do just what was really necessary, but I could no longer just give my time and energy away. In the responsive reading section of the lesson this week, there is the 23rd Psalm and the line, quote, He restoreth my soul, end quote. And that is what was happening to me during this time. I began to learn how to put God and the things of God first and to begin to cultivate spiritual sense and slow down and listen to what it was telling me. I am learning that what God directs is always right. This took moral courage to weed away what was not serving a good purpose and letting go of false responsibility in order to allow God's perfect plan to unfold. I was forced to change my lifestyle. I was given many citations from our Bible lessons to use that helped me make changes in my thinking and decisions. One of the first that I used was from Psalm 138, line 8 The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. As I daily followed, to the best of my understanding, biblical precepts, and made made practical by Mrs. Eddy's teachings. I saw this principle work in my life over and over, restoring a better balance to daily routine. Now I can be busy and have strength that I need from God when He is at the helm. These healings did not happen overnight, but it was worth all the growth needed to turn my life over to the care of an all-knowing, all-loving God. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Day Day from Georgia. Go ahead, please.
14: Thank you. Earlier this week, while getting ready in the morning, I unintention- unintentionally sprayed myself directly in the eye with water from the shower head. I felt a sharp burning and stinging feeling in my eye, and after groaning for about two seconds, I immediately thought, no, God is all. Not a minute later, my eye was back to feeling completely normal. I'm so grateful to be learning what it means to declare that God is all. And I often, fo- I often follow this up with the words, that is enough. I'm finding that this practice is like hitting a reset button at an instant in order to start over when needed. Whether I find myself a little off track or feel like I've completely lost my way, I can recenter myself with the truth that God is all and begin to work aright from there. Thank you so much for tonight's readings and for all the testimonies given so far. I'm grateful for everything that I'm learning in this church every single day, and I'm grateful to be here tonight.
0: (laughs) Thank you. This is Carol. Um, I'm very grateful for a healing I had the other night. Uh, we, A couple of us were at a movie theater, and I began to get a, a cramp in my leg. And uh, I remembered from um, Science and Health, Mrs. Eddy says that muscles are thought forces. And I thought, no, my thought is strong in God and mortal mind is not going to manipulate my thought or my, my muscles, my thought forces. And I prayed with that for a little while, and in just a couple of minutes, it stopped. It was completely gone. I'm so very grateful to Mrs. Eddy for giving us this practical science that we can use it every minute of the day. I'm so very grateful for that, for the healing, and grateful for practitioner help all along. Craig, go ahead, please.
15: I wanted to give gratitude. <clears throat> Last Wednesday, I was to do the readings, but uh, there was some turmoil in my household, and I thought I had it handled. My son was ill, but uh, I called the practitioner to make sure that uh, she felt that I was on in step of God and I could carry this out. Well, she immediately told me that uh, this was an attack on our church and our testimony meeting and uh, that she would help. Well, immediately, before I could even get off the phone, my son, who was lethargic and, and uh, very sleepy, he's got up and started brushing his teeth. And he's been getting better ever since. And it's totally gone. And I, I just it was fascinated just to watch how quickly that the whole healing happened. And I went about and I did the work God gave me to do. God... Uh, God protects and provides for us. And it's such a wonderful thing to be about doing good and, <laughs> and not be and receiving all the support in the process. It's a it's a great place to be and to be working, this church from Mary Baker, great Christian Science.
16: Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone start out with a couple of our website bulletin board contributions the first California thank you for the Wednesday night readings on the Sermon on the Mount I loved hearing from Mrs. Eddy's writings in retrospection and introspection quote to the students whom he had chosen that's Christ Jesus his immortal teaching was the bread of life when he was with them a fishing boat became a sanctuary and the solitude was peopled with holy messages from All Father. The grove became his classroom and nature's haunts for the Messiah's university. End quote. What a beautiful, inspiring thought that we don't need to be in a physical structure built specifically as a place to worship God. Wherever we are, God resides, and He reveals Himself in those humble places when sought. The Sermon on the Mount is proof of this." And then from Massachusetts, um, this is referring to the little book, The Greatest Thing in the World by Henry Drummond. Thank you so much for the reminder on Sunday, January 31st roundtable, to read this book. It has helped me so much this week in my day-to-day work and interactions. I was so heartened to read in the chapter called The Analysis, quote, The world is not a playground, it is a schoolroom. And further, do not quarrel, therefore, with your lot in life. Do not complain of its never-ceasing cares, its petty environment, the vexations you have to stand, the small and sordid souls you have to live and work with. Above all, do not resent temptation. Do not be perplexed because it seems to thicken round you more and more and ceases neither for effort nor for agony nor prayer. That is your practice. That is the practice which God appoints you and it is having its work in making you patient and humble and generous and unselfish and kind and courteous. Do not grudge the hand that is molding the still too shapeless image within you. It is growing more beautiful Though you see it not, and every touch of temptation may add to its perfection. End quote. This book has so much to learn from, and I am very grateful for it and for this church. And then this is a testimony from our friend in Missouri, our horse loving friend. Um, I enjoyed reading the article on the website that was recommended during last Wednesday's testimony meeting entitled Our Life Purpose by Martha Wilcox. Its closing quote reminded me of a wonderful demonstration in which God's tender loving care through his angel messages helped me solve a specific problem when I owned the horse training stable. At the time I had multiple students attending local horse shows on the weekends, so I needed a larger capacity vehicle in which to haul horses to and from the showgrounds. I had attended a school in Virginia years prior, so I was aware on the East Coast, large box vans were common for hauling at least four horses at a time. So, with a little searching, I found a six-horse van on Long Island, New York that looked good and was affordable. I planned to fly to Long Island and drive the big rig back to Missouri myself, if it met the need. However, this was a daunting task for a few reasons. I was a bit intimidated by the prospect of negotiating such a large purchase with a total stranger far from home and on my own. Also, I had never driven such a large box van where you have no way of looking over your right shoulder to see if changing into the lane on your right is clear and safe. The only option is to use the large mirror outside the passenger side window. Finally, I would need to have the van checked out mechanically, but I was concerned about finding an honest and competent mechanic for such an inspection prior to the nearly thousand-mile journey home. All of these details caused me to have trouble sleeping the night prior to heading to the airport. When I got to the gate from my plane's departure, I pulled out a copy of the Christian Science Sentinel to keep my thought calm and began reading an article. It seemed at first to be completely irrelevant to my situation, but I kept reading, and I will never forget when I got to the quote in Isaiah, in which I was reminded in the aforementioned Wilcox article, quote, And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left, End quote, Isaiah 30. You can imagine my joy as these words spoke directly to me regarding my specific fear of making lane changes to the blind right side when driving the van home. I just knew at that very moment that this van was going to meet my needs and that everything would work out for me to get back home for use in the stable. And indeed that's exactly what happened. I had a Christian science practitioner supporting me throughout this experience, and we held to the fact that all of God's children are honest and competent. I was able to negotiate the price down a bit, finalize the purchase, and the seller was able to recommend a mechanic who did a thorough inspection in a timely manner. However, I suddenly had the frightening realization that the route from Long Island to Missouri would require this huge box van through the highways around New York City, which would require lots of lane changes and heavy traffic. Thankfully, the seller agreed to accompany me on the first leg of the journey, assisting me through the most congested areas. So after getting beyond New York City, I dropped the seller off at the Newark Airport and headed west, leaning on God's guidance every mile of the way. I am reminded of this quote from Bicknell Young in his article, Business. Quote, in working for a human situation, work from the standpoint of the perfection of all ideas, from the fact that everything is already done, rather than to work for the demonstration of that. All is already perfect and complete, End quote. At the moment that I read that quote in Isaiah, while sitting at the airport gate, I just knew that the van purchase was already a done deal, and it was so and that big box van served me and my business perfectly for years. I am so very, very grateful for our dear loving father mother's angel messages that come to us to calm our fears, and I cannot be grateful enough for practitioner help in our times of need and for everything that Christian science teaches us so we can learn to hear God's voice and follow His guidance in making decisions with confidence as we work to solve any and all of the challenges that arise in our daily lives. And then this is an email from Finland. Hello, I was journeying through your YouTube channels and went on the website later to look through the Independent Christian Science Church in Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. The visit I made on the website brought me great joy this is because I enjoyed reading and listening to the lessons. The specific thing that made me happier is the, languages, the language bar, bars on the site. It's impressive to find Dutch and French there. Luckily, I know a little Hindi, Persian, Punjabi, and Sindhi also. The translations are extremely good and provide the exact meaning of the lessons. I would suggest you bring these lessons in many languages for others to listen and to read. I pray for you and all the church members that they remain in God's presence and keep His good work running through the whole world. Good luck to you. (laughs) And then this this is from um, one of our translators in the Middle East. It's been two years now since we have started working together for the translation and recordings of the weekly lessons. The two years went very comfortably for me and my family because we have spent a lot of time studying the material from the books we translated, and especially from the weekly lesson. We also desired to get the membership of the church. Still, we are learning a lot, and we need to learn more and more to go deeper in ourselves to find the one mind, our creator, and savior. Still, we struggle, struggle many times with hardships we face on this earth, and we believe he is always there for us to stand to protect us. So the life we have is his, and it's really wonderful and enjoyable that we have found this through the Christian Science Church. So, and then he just says how grateful he is to have come into contact with us. So, so grateful, all these dear people all around our nation and world. Thank God for you all. And thank God for the wonderful readings tonight on principle. I remember once hearing um, Mrs. Eddie being asked why there wasn't a lesson sermon on principle. And she said it was because all the synonyms of God incorporate in principle, it's very important that they do that. And and what is principle? I looked it up. Cause, source, or origin of anything. So I thought that was very beautiful, and to hear those readings were beautiful. We were taught here a simple statement about principle, and that is when you stand with principle, principle stands with you. Today when there's so much moral courage needed in our nation and world it's just a wonderful thing to remember and know that. I know all of us sitting here tonight have used that statement many times when we had to take a courageous moral stand for something and knowing in that stand when we were standing for principle, principle God would stand with us and so it was and so it will be. I'm so grateful to have learned this in this church. I'm grateful for the wonderful practitioner we had here for years. Thank you all for joining us tonight for your beautiful testimonies, the beautiful music. It's such a joy to be with you all.
0: Thank you. To close our meeting tonight, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn?
13: Hymn number 99. I'm going to read the third verse. He gives his angels charge o'er thee. No evil therefore shalt thou see. Thy refuge shall be God most high. Dwelling within his secret place, thou shalt behold his power and grace. See his salvation ever nigh. Hymn number 99.